The uh, city is proposing changes to the city's noise bylaw by restricting times for crucial work and when it can be done. And there are some people that fear that this is going to slow construction down. And what does that mean? Longer construction projects mean more congestion in the city. And uh, the city has been revamping these noise bylaws for about four years now. They're going to go to a vote on Tuesday. But if passed, Toronto would remove current exemptions for certain activities from the noise bylaw and restrict builders from pouring concrete or using heavy cranes for work after 7 p.m. and before 7 a.m. weekdays. To which, you know, uh, the announcement made me scratch my head because I thought, well, everywhere you look, there's a crane and there's building going on in the city. This city is going through a huge um, period of growth, and it's reflected by all the construction going on around the city core. Richard Lyle joins us right now. He's president of the Residential Construction Council of Ontario, and he has some concerns with this uh, proposal to the bylaw change. Richard, welcome to the show. Hey, good morning. How are you? I'm great. Explain why stopping work at 7 p.m. daily is problematic, especially when you're talking about pouring concrete. Well, sure. There's a whole bunch of reasons, but the main one is is that uh, concrete is a very finicky and complex uh, 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 product, and the way it works is that we're often left with finishing the concrete after seven o'clock, and usually that means a, like a two, three man crew or a woman crew uh, to get the concrete settled because it takes a while to cure. And quite often, as you know, in our city, we often get delayed with traffic issues and other issues and so on with the delivery of the concrete. So, But you got you got to finish it after it's been poured. What goes into finishing? Well, it's mainly uh, the big part of it is they have, we have these machines, they're helicopters, and, they, and what they do is they smooth down the concrete and uh, make it flat, of course, because you don't want it to harden uh, you know, looking like a, like an ocean with a bunch of waves on it. It doesn't really work with hardwood flooring or something that goes on afterwards. So the normal concrete pour, the, the, let's, let's the average concrete pour, how yeah. late are they going right now into the day in the city? Well, you know, can it? Well, we like to work during the day. I mean, uh, look, uh, builders don't want to antagonize residents or work late into the night. It actually costs more money, but it can go up till midnight uh, with the finishing. Sometimes even a little bit later, but we try to minimize that. If this bylaw goes through, well, you're it, concerned uh, for a few reasons. Well, yeah, it's going to create a lot of uncertainty uh, and uh, and create some real scheduling problems. Uh, it will delay projects. Uh, you won't know if you're going to get a permit. The permit's only for three months. There's other criteria that's not particularly clear, so it creates a lot of uncertainty. And, you know, we do have a housing crisis in Toronto, and, we, and housing is social infrastructure. Let's make no mistake about it. And one of the things that's interesting in all this is that public sector work has been exempted. Hmm. Whereas housing isn't, and also of all the construct or all the noise complaints the city gets, only eight percent are related to construction, and it's undifferentiated. In other words, they don't really know where those complaints are coming from, or at least they won't tell us. So we look at this, and we look at the fact that their own report says seventy-three percent of residents are very concerned about housing supply and affordability. So. We don't think the staff report that's recommending this makes the case. Public sector work, uh, that would be bridges and roads? Well, uh, that would be exempt. That's public yeah. sector work. Right. Yeah. 
So that's what you mean by public sector yes, work. Yes, Th- those yes. are a couple of the projects they'd be working on. Correct. And so they're exempt from this. Uh, you say that it could delay projects anywhere from six to 12 months. How would this lead to job losses? Wouldn't it extend work by uh, half a year or more for construction workers? Well, it's going to delay work because you've only got so much equipment that you have to have on standby, including things like cranes and so on and so forth. So if you stretch out the work longer, there's going to be fewer projects that you'll be able to bring to market. And that means the delivery of less uh, housing. And, of course, some people say, well, you know, there's health consequences related to noise. Well, you know, there's huge health consequences related to inadequate housing, and that's what this city is suffering. And unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on which way you want to look at it, we build a lot of high-rise housing because, of course, we, we, we're stopping urban sprawl, so we got to go up. Kathy McDonald is uh, with the Toronto Noise Coalition, and they say that the city is saying, look, if you want to do this after normal work hours, you just need to get an exemption. And what getting an exemption means is that the city would require a noise mitigation plan, which means you need to do things in quieter ways. Can you specifically pour concrete buildings and and projects in a quieter fashion? Well, it's interesting. There's a lot of people that have their fingers in this pie that don't know anything about uh, pouring concrete or equipment that's used. It's not like we can go out there and find some solar panel silent piece of machinery that's going to do this without creating noise. You know, the equipment basically is the equipment. But what we've got here is going to be a complex application process that's going to be loaded with uncertainty because there is discretion uh, for the executive director to sort of pick what they or might think is acceptable or not, and then it's only for three months. So the cost implications here are huge, aside from any other concerns. So, you know, that kind of uncertainty, you know, scares us to death. The average high rise, I know it's difficult to say because they're, they, they're varying heights. How long does it take to actually, from start to finish, pour that concrete? Well, all of the concrete work that would go into a uh, tall building would be, you're looking up to 18 months to get everything done. Uh, So the exemption provides for a three-month time period. Now, smaller buildings can be done faster, of course, but, uh, you know, these are highly complex projects, multi-million dollar. In fact, we've got some billion-dollar projects going on. We've got some concrete pours, for example, in the city that are in the $100 million range uh, coming up. So this is big stuff. And weather, I would assume, determines when and when you can't pour the concrete as well. Oh, weather's a big factor. And of course, there's different kinds of concrete. uh, And depending, uh, some concrete cures faster than others. So Uh, But you're absolutely right. It is weather dependent. Have you spoken to the city about your concerns with this new bylaw they're proposing? Yes, we've been involved uh, quite extensively in in this process. And we were at, uh, we had representation at a recent uh, committee meeting and other meetings where we have expressed these concerns. You know, there are people listening right now that would say, wow, of course the construction industry is going to be for uh, not having this bylaw go through because developers make a lot of money. Well, any industry has to make money. Uh, We're still a market economy. Uh, But I would say that, you know, we've proposed noise management plans. And, uh, you know, I mean, look, the industry does not want to, as I said before, antagonize residents. And they don't want to create a lot of noise. And they don't want to disrupt lives. But we've got to build this city. Mm -hmm. And the city was built by builders. So we know what we're doing. Uh, We're trying to do it as best we can. And uh, to 
you know, produce the highest quality product and, of course, serve the needs of the market. And right now we have a housing supply crisis, and I emphasize the word crisis. We're not building enough housing, and we're seeing the results of that, you know, every day with young people being forced out of the city. Uh, industry that's not coming here, they're not bringing investment and jobs because our housing costs are so high, and that's driven by a shortage of housing. I imagine if this new noise bylaw goes through where you can only work till 7 p.m. daily, from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. daily if you're working you know, on a build, that a lot of people waiting for their building to be finished will that's have right. something to say to the city. What would I say to the city? No, the, uh, there, the, a lot of people waiting for their building to be oh. finished will have a lot to say to the city if well, this bylaw goes through. They will, but unfortunately, those are the new buyers and new renters, and they're not as uh, politically active or as well representative, represented as existing ratepayers associations and so on who are uh, more aggressive in the voting area. So it does pose a bit of a challenge that way. Um, so we're really relying on people understanding that the consequences for inadequate housing and people not being able to move in from anywhere from physical health care issues to mental health care issues are enormous. And we haven't even touched on the fact that we've got a congestion problem in the city, and a lot of it is due to building. There's a lot of uh, new buildings going up. You have to take up lanes in order to get your machines in and out. And while you're taking up those lanes, you know, all we're, the rest of us that are driving around are thinking is get that building done. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, the longer it takes, the longer those, uh, you know, uh, inconveniences are going to be there. Uh, that's why, you know, we're not just being, you know, the industry's not being selfish here. We, w- we want to get the work done for any number of reasons. Of course, there's, there's business reasons, too. Sure. But, uh, you know, when people forget the process to actually getting to the point where you can build a building is no simple trick. I mean, we've got 45 different government agencies and bodies we have to already comply with to actually get to the point where we can work. So another delay on top of it that really doesn't serve any purpose um, is just silly. 7 p.m. seems a bit early to me as well. <laughs> I can understand, okay, at 10 o'clock, uh, you got to shut her down, but 7 o'clock yeah. in the city? Come on. And, the, you know, the work after 7 p.m. is very isolated. It's not like we're continuing to build everything after 7 p.m. It's the concrete finishing and sometimes some concrete pouring and some crane activity. But that's all related to, as you pointed out, the weather and other factors and congestion and getting the product there and complying with all the other rules we have to comply with. It's very complicated. And, you know, it's not that we're uh, insensitive to the concerns with respect to noise. But, again, we point out that they actually haven't measured the noise complaints relative to that actual concrete finishing work, nowhere. And the actual noise complaints related to construction activity, uh, you know, are, are relative to all the other noise complaints, are, it's very small. So, and then what part of it is derived from uh, condominium building activity or apartment building, rental, social housing building activity is not measured. So, you know... It's an inexact science. No, it's not at all. Yeah. And so we're saying, well, why would you pick on social infrastructure? And, and considering housing is infrastructure, it's social infrastructure, and it's important infrastructure, no less so than roads or bridges or anything else like that. So we just don't think that makes sense. And, and again, you know, the industry is uh, quite uh, prepared and sensitive to noise management plans and things like that. So at least you know, the community can understand that there is going to be some construction activity here and so on and so forth. We're, we're not opposed to that at all, but 
just setting up a system that is arbitrary and uh, unpredictable is just not going to work. Richard, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate your time. My pleasure. Thank you, Kelly. Cheers. We'll see how the vote goes tomorrow. The uh, city's going to be voting on that new bylaw. They've been working on this new bo- news, uh, new noise bylaw for four years now. And I have to, Chris, you live in the city core. When you talk about this new noise bylaw, I think the city has changed in four years. I don't think you can say, let's shut her down at seven o'clock. To me, it seems unreasonable. And, I, you know, I was one of those people. We talked about this about a year ago, where when John Tory, or it could have been more than a year ago, was talking about 24-hour construction and how mm-hmm. we're going to get the jobs done quicker and it might go for 24 hours. I thought it was crazy yeah. that you would work through the night and not allow someone to have a good night's sleep because construction noise is loud noise. It shakes everything. You know, it's audible. You can feel it. But you live in the city and you're like, no, let's just get her done. Get, get her done. I live in a neighborhood that is in constant flux and constant growth, both, you know, here where I work and where I live. And I've seen this concrete finishing and it's sort of, he talks about a helicopter. It's like a big vacuum cleaner almost that they push around, but it's a giant fan yeah. on a handle and they have to go and finish all the concrete with it. And that's what I tend to see in the afternoons and evenings. As I'm looking out my window at some of the buildings being built around me, and I would rather they just finished. Get over all the noise, get it done as quickly as possible, get that building up so you can stop making noise. If there's construction in your neighborhood, does it seem absurd that that construction has to stop at 7 p.m. at night? I mean... Most people are still just getting dinner ready at 7 p.m. at night. Mm -hmm. 